Prime 5 Podcast. You do everything for a reason, right? For a purpose. If you have a reason or a purpose behind everything, you'll actually like do it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. But here's the thing like with partying is that there's an inherent risk to it that I don't think a lot of people are considering when they go out and do it. You shouldn't really try to assign a good or a bad to things. And just everything that happens, you're like question it and just continue on without like trying to tie some kind of belief or some kind of emotion to it. Just like the fact that like how fragile life actually is. There we go. Yeah, also as I got my desk back all fixed and ordered. Remember I used to be sitting behind here the legs mm-hmm. i finally got my new screws ordered in which is wicked so i put that all together today so Jack. feeling good but i uh i was screwing around with the uh the adjustment on it so i just hit like the one preset button and started lifting it i was just like so happy and amazed that it was back together and it started lifting and i have like right here there's a, a section that's like kind of a weird little box of how the, the room is set up from the drywall and it started lifting <laughs> like my favorite lamp of all time that I've had for years got absolutely crushed like a hydraulic crusher <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the whole thing just fucking snapped. I was so pissed. <laughs> Damn, that's devastating. Yeah. Just watching it happen. Yeah. It doesn't have like an emergency stop. Like there's no. Not for something like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, it didn't like crush it, crush it. It just on the top, like it just snapped it. Right. So uh, just like it did just like keep going. And then like, but you like the standing desk. I do. Yeah. It's nice, especially for um, if you, it, it comes and goes. I mean, there's times I, I found I, I use it a lot less in the summer at times, just because I felt like I'd be on my day or on my feet kind of all day already. But it's nice when you're, at home all day if you're doing like zoom calls a lot or a lot of interviews doing a lot of first calls i like doing first calls standing up sometimes even like pacing around the room a little bit yeah i do that too mm-hmm. yeah i probably should it's I like- about, but then i realized that my setup in my office currently would like just not allow for that to happen like with the way that everything is configured in here as like to, to make it go up and down well, just like the way that we have our desk currently built, like I'd have to fucking totally just get rid of this whole current desk situation. That's a massive desk just to buy a standing one. Uh, this wouldn't be very workable at the moment. Fair enough, bro. Do you have less plants in your room or is the camera angle different? Uh, um, I think the same amount. I know we've been shuffling them around though because Boone's been kind of munching on some of them so fair enough fair enough being a menace as usual mm-hmm. wicked so how's everyone doing today great logged a full day on the brush <laughs> really yeah i went and um took labor day serious eh <laughs> yeah i went and uh, painted painted the fence that we're a little bit behind on it's because we've been getting rained out. My painter had it off today, so I just said, fuck it, went and pulled a quick, quick eight hours out there and then got us ahead. So we should be chilling for for the rest of the, the job. Now we'll be a little bit more on schedule, which is nice. Wicked. Mm-hmm. Got overspray on my face, which was awesome. It was like extremely, like, 
sporadic winds that were coming in and we were probably spraying the fence. I sprayed directly at it and it all sprayed through and all of it came back and just nailed me right in the face. Like my eyeballs felt like they were like my people saw like they were glazed over with <laughs> with overspray I could barely see. Not wearing safety goggles there. Well, I didn't expect it to be that one day, <laughs> but no. Can I show you guys this picture? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What is that your painter? No. We won't we won't say his name. It's one of my franchises. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That was hilarious. Yeah. He was rolling a ceiling. Hey, you know what's great? Just look look at his neck. Look what's around his neck. Oh my god. He's got the mask right there too. <laughs> oh fuck, man. Oh okay. Just oh, points. The guy called he texts me that he texts me, he's like, hey man, I'm about to go in the paint store looking like this. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I want to be doing this right now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that's hilarious. Man. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. All the franchisees are done all their work now. So crazy to think. All your people are done? Yeah. All back in school as of tomorrow. Pretty sure they look. Yeah. All of them are back yeah. in school tomorrow. Freaking crazy, honestly. I know. It's super weird. Like, Rochelle's going back to school on Wednesday. And it just it just doesn't feel normal to me to, like, not be going with her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be weird. I'm kind of... I'm a little bit sad by it, but at the same time, not really. <laughs> Just go clipboard. They don't clipboard the U of L. <laughs> That's what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't. I don't understand why this the U of L is not clipboard. It doesn't make much sense to me. Because they need like two franchisees and both of them sign back. Most people that go to the school aren't from Lethbridge. Oh, that's fair. There's a lot of people that are like around. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, most people are from like Calgary, Edmonton, small town Alberta. Like why, I, I've only met would, like a handful of people that live there that go to school there. Why would they go there if they live in like Edmonton or Calgary? Just Different people. programs, smaller school, not quite as overwhelming. I don't know. Get away from their town. A lot of it. A lot of athletes too for whatever wherever they got accepted to play yeah and there's there's a couple programs like at, at our university that are um specific to different things like the education program is um specific to down here like no other schools in western Canada offer the same one and then there's like a new science program that they are offering that is unique to the school too so there's a few different draws How was your boat cruise weekend, gentlemen? It was unreal. It was so good. Yeah, so I, good. I had a great time. We played like one of the funnest board games ever. I swear to God, that was so fuck cool. Fuck that game, man. <laughs> that game fucking... I'm s- Card game? Yeah. I was yeah. so bad at this game. It was like not even funny. It was a card game that we had... Yeah, it's called Love Letter. You have to send letters to a princess. It was like... A, it's. Like a strategy game, kind of like Werewolf, where everyone has a different role. Oh, seriously? It's like that? Yeah, it was kind of a similar style. Love Werewolf. 
I just couldn't fucking get it through my thick skull on how to play this game. Like everyone else had two points, which are like points are like take a while to accumulate. And I had zero the entire time. Like I finished the game with zero and everyone else had two except for me. And it's first to three wins. So yeah, I wasn't much of a threat, but it was, it was super fun game. Like I just, I just couldn't understand how to, how to play properly. Max was, sorry. Who brought it? Uh, John brought it. Oh yeah, okay. And he was like, you know, very much invested in the strategy. And then him and Max were going head to head, which was hilarious to watch. Oh I yeah. I the next day. It's okay. <laughs> Do you guys need a narrator to play that game? Uh no. Okay, because yeah, with Werewolf, you need someone to kind of like narrate the game because people. Yeah, this one's just like rounds. Um, like each card has the you know what what it does and like it doesn't like progress through anything it's just repetitive every time mm-hmm. yeah gotcha okay I, it would be like i think the five of us would really enjoy playing it together it'd be fun i love board games yeah, yeah. it was a good time it's pretty fun. heavily based on just like re- deductive reasoning and also just like reading people's emotions and like catching them catching them in their bullshit super fun game yeah, it was good. John almost had us all couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> John man. absolutely sewered himself and like was such an easy out. And then he almost convinced everyone to keep him in the game somehow and not kill him off. And then he almost came around and won. But like, I don't know who killed him, but yeah, it was it was a, it was a super fun game. Beach volleyball was pretty sick too. Got it absolutely stomped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sliced my foot on the on the beach at the <laughs> beach volleyballs yeah. on the injured reserve. I was gonna say, Max, you need a sport that you're that you can beat me at, dude. We're talking oh, volleyball, <laughs> spike ball. Gosh, maybe a sport with no ball. <laughs> you can play frisbee. <laughs> you know what's good? That's a hand-to-hand combat to the death. Let's go. <laughs> well, he might have you there <laughs> with a ball, <laughs> dodgeball. We can play dodgeball. I feel like we could get a good dodgeball competition going. Would love to do like a. Or you ever go to like a trampoline? Like you guys have flying yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's wicked, dude. And then, um, yeah. Everybody went to the to the pints, and we had two sets of keys because our Airbnb didn't have a code. Kyle and Brady had one set, and then Zach and Rochelle had the other. I was like, "Hey, Zach, hey, Rochelle, like, I'm assuming you guys are probably gonna go to bed a little bit earlier, so like, let me know when you're leaving, just so I don't get like trapped here and like have nowhere else to go, because I know Kyle and Brady want to stay a bit later." And then I look around, and Zach's nowhere to be seen. Give him a call straight to voicemail. Phones on. Do not disturb. So. <laughs> That's yeah, strategy right there. <laughs> yeah, I, as you saw by the by the face uh, in the picture that Skylar sent over, I was not too impressed with how late I had to stay out there. <laughs> but then, no, I called you. Right, I called you right back, and you didn't answer. So no, that's true. Yeah, at that point, I I I figured it is what it is and committed. Well, I don't know about you, but Brady and I had the time of our fucking lives at the Pines. So. <laughs> <laughs> Was good. Brady, that bartender was wicked. He was so funny. They loved us, dude. Yeah, they did. Oh my goodness, it was too good. And there's uh, I don't, I don't know if like you three, do you guys know who Louisa is? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wicked. Wicked. Yeah. She took all those pictures. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Dan. So she brought, uh, she did this last boat cruise too, but I think she had like, yeah. Yeah. So she brings like a little digital camera and she just brings that with her and she takes pictures all night. Other people take the camera from her, take pictures, and then she uploads them all to like an actual just Instagram account with just pictures from the entire weekend. It's so like like a hundred pictures or so. It, it was just wicked, like so freaking sweet. And I it's just so fun getting everyone together and everyone just gets so hyped from the flash and the little camera. And yeah, it's cool because they're kind of like the, like Polaroid style, right? Uh no, this one was just like straight up. Well, like yeah, a disposable yeah. camera. I like think. the photo style is more like yeah, like a disposable, right? Yeah, it was like last last year was more like that where it had like the like yeah, this, these ones are fairly like just they're just straight up pictures, yeah. There was a lot. I I scrolled through Instagram this morning, and, and I, it was all I saw was like, yeah, fifteen posts of the. Of the <laughs> it was cool, honestly. Yeah, no, it was a good time. It was so sweet bringing my brother out too. It was uh, his first time ever on a bus like that before, because we all took the me and him took the bus down together, and then first time in really BC. Like he's been to like Invermere, but that's not really much BC. That feels very like Jasper and Banff like and never seen the ocean before never been on a big boat like that before never seen a beach before like that never been on a plane so it was so fun like everything was just so new for him and we had a blast it was so great that's so yeah there was some awesome outfits on the boat too there's some some good looking people on there for sure Zach, are you trying to trying to like fish a compliment for your amazing suit here or something or <laughs> no what the fuck <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. There's, there were some great outfits, you know. This guy in a very light purple suit that was amazing. <laughs> that was my favorite for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that was my personal favorite. No, there's some, there's some awesome ones. Like, just everyone looked. That's what I love about boat cruise, honestly. Just like seeing everyone get dressed up is just, it's awesome. Daniel, your your race got canceled, hey? Yeah. Damn. It's probably for the best, though, all things considered. Being re- rescheduled at all or no? No, it's just gone. Damn. Damn. When's the next upcoming Spartan event? I'm looking at Blue Mountain, uh, end of October. Oh, that's not too far. Ontario. Sick. Another 10K? Uh, it'll be the same. So 21 first day, 10 and 5 second. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you as long just as it gonna, doesn't get canceled, fingers crossed. Are you just going to be continuing your kind of current training for that then? Or what does that look like? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I haven't done much of anything the last week and three days. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, man. Is that something that you want to like talk about or is it something you've want to kind of not talk about <clears throat> i don't know it's weird like I, i'm in um this state of imbalance where i'm like i want to do things but i don't and i'm tired but i'm not tired i'm hungry and i'm not hungry and the equilibrium around here is very um it's just a weird place to be kind of foggy almost yeah that's yeah that's probably the most accurate way of putting it just feels like i'm in a bit of a haze at the moment which is is what it is to be expected um yeah i don't know yeah it's not a 
not a fun time by any means. Is is there anything that you've you know kind of been doing for yourself to help try and clear your mind? Mm, trying to go for walks has been helpful. Um, just trying to keep myself occupied. I did go out with like a couple of my closer friends and just spent uh, some time with them, and that was good. Um, other than that, not really. How is uh like how's the schedule been with like working? Have you been pretty occupied with that lately, or has it been more relaxed? I had enough work to keep everyone busy until the end of last week. Um, and basically kind of told my employees like what was going on and was like, you guys need to just like figure stuff out. Um, but yeah, I'm out of work right now. And uh, my two guys, they've gotten sufficiently better. They've been doing really, really well, uh, which is awesome. And they basically just told me to take take my time and let me know like what was going on and they were good to go. Uh, my other girl quit, which fair enough. Uh, the new one, yeah. Why? Um, just said it wasn't really for her. Damn. Yeah. So I mean, at the moment, I'm I'm almost okay with it, but I I'm trying to figure out like what I want to do, and my brain is operating at probably like ten percent capacity right now. So I had my first good sleep last night. Yeah, it's a, it's a shitty thing. I mean, it's like the like time right after any anything like that is so difficult because you know that there's you know nothing that you can really do immediately to to feel better. Like it's just gonna take time before before things kind of start to you know get out of that fog. Mm-hmm. It's a wide range of emotions. It's weird because like um like we lost our pet, but I also lost like a lot of equilibrium and routine around the house is like Mm -hmm. Megan's in a funk as well. So it's just like everything here is not normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to take a, you know, take a while to really find kind of the balance again, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing a lot of emotions that I haven't dealt with in a while. So. Well, I think, I think a, you know, a positive side of something like this is, you know, it is an opportunity to spend more quality time with with your family and just, you know, be closer with them and kind of like bond over, you know, over the the overall experience, like get closer with one another. Because I think it is, you know, really good to have someone to lean on during those types of times and especially Megan and, you know, Mason, especially like good opportunity to, to get closer with them too. Yeah, it's very true. Anyone learn anything new this week? Be more curious, more observant, and question things more. Where'd you learn that? Uh, just interactions at Bokers. Like uh, a lot of how John and Ammer communicate with people. And also, um, any, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but anytime like we'd say something, 
Brady will follow it up with, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like at the time, <laughs> I couldn't even tell if he was joking or not. But like, um, either way, yeah, just just good to be very observant and question a lot of things, and yeah, just always look to learn. How do you guys navigate? Because I think about that a lot, honestly. Like, you know, I want to become a better communicator with with the people around me. And I feel like a lot of times when I get into a conversation with somebody, I just have a really difficult time figuring out how to progress the conversation, how to figure out, you know, questions to ask or different talking points to try and come up with or how to actually be curious. Like, do you guys have your kind of a hot list of questions that you run off of or how do you find ways to, you know, be curious in those conversations and, and dive deeper with people? I think the best person to answer this is Skylar. <laughs> um, we had a good talk about this recently. I feel like all of us. Um, well, what do you, what do you mean? I guess, like, give me like, an example. So, you know, let's say I'm at Bo Cruise, I'm having a conversation with you know, a hypothetical person and we're, you know, we start t- chatting, you know, basic level, small talk. And then it gets to the point of the conversation where, you know, I think we both want to progress the conversation forward, but I'm sitting there in my mind's blank as to what like how to progress it forward i don't really have any questions in my mind to ask i feel like everything in my mind kind of exits at that time and i just am like searching an empty room to find things to talk about okay and then the conversation just dies and what the what does love and friendship mean to you <laughs> <laughs> uh when's the last time you had a cool a great conversation um I'd say this weekend I had a lot of great conversations, but I think that the, I had a lot of great ones, but there was also a lot of, I feel, missed opportunities for great conversations as well. Like I had a great conversation with Gavin at um, a dance place there. Whatever, what do you call it? A guapo. A guapo. Do you feel like every conversation needs to be a great conversation? No, but I feel like a lot of the conversations that aren't diving deeper are a direct result of me not being questioning or prepared enough to like navigate the conversation. Like I feel like there's opportunity to go deeper, but I just am like failing to prepare myself for the conversation almost. What do you mean prepare? Like... I don't mean prepare in specific to each individual, but just prepare myself in general of how to be like you, like you were saying, Max, how to be curious and how to, you know, look out for these questions and just being aware in general. Like I, I feel like I came into a couple of the conversations, you know, a little bit foggy and just like, you know, very, Hey, how's it going? Good, you. You know, yeah, I'm good. And then that was kind of it. But then you get to the point where both people kind of want to go further, and then it just doesn't. 
Well, you were you just like not present with the conversation? Yes, that's 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 what I was trying to say. Yes, but I I want to be, but I was slipping out of it. Honestly, dude, just change the way you talk, change the type of language, the the type of way you go in to start a conversation based off what you just said there is very like everyone says the same shit. So you're going to get the exact same response and the same answer. Like, how's it going? Great. What do you guys do? Well, just what's like, go like, I, this is why boat cruise is so fun for me. And why, like, I just, I love seeing everyone and, and being there because everyone has got some crazy different little story or something about them and I, I don't think you necessarily have to go in and have like a full-on 5 15 half hour hour discussion of someone it could be like a quick little like interaction of someone but like it, it could be so simple it doesn't have to be like Layla for example I've been seeing her post so much about these pit bulls everywhere so I just went up to her I was like what's up with your pit bull it's so cute like it was just like holy mm. shit and talked to her for like couple minutes about it and then I was like, all right well good chat <laughs> on yeah, to the this is thing and that's going on like i don't know like it doesn't have to necessarily be that deep or that like i guess what do you what are you trying to because what what i when i go to talk to someone i guess i also don't prepare for it like i don't really think about it i just i just like i said in a couple times ago when we were having a similar conversation about this of curiosity i'm just genuinely curious in people and i I find it cool just that there's all these different people out there that know all these different things. And there's also people I don't want to talk to and I choose not to engage in conversation with or whatever else it might be. But I think part of it is I also just am okay with like just who I am and I don't get like nervous asking like weird questions or even sometimes deep and personal questions either. Um, and I, I find that surfaceness is pretty boring for me. So I just try to avoid things that involve very surface level type of communication. Not always, cause you obviously need to have it as well, but the more you get away from it, I find the more enjoyable conversations get. Yeah, I think like no that's that's definitely a, like a very good point i think the thing for me that i've been kind of struggling with is that my overall like communication and i don't know if like extroversion is the way of like the best word for it but it's something that i'm actively trying to work on to become stronger in mm -hmm. because i love having great conversations and you know, when I, when I'm able to get into a conversation with someone, it's super enjoyable, but I just feel like there's, I feel like there's tools that I just don't have in my tool toolbox yet that are really helpful with, you know, probing deeper and getting into those conversations and like, you know, even different things like on the boat, there's a lot of times where, you know, talking with people, I found that I would get a little bit socially anxious and just uncomfortable in the situation, not at a, like, not in a bad way, but just trying to, you know, just trying to navigate like how to go in a social event is a little bit trickier than I have once believed. 
Do you know it's also supposed to be awkward? I know it's supposed to be awkward, but I want to embrace the awkwardness. You know, like I, I know it's going to be awkward, but I'm trying to like thrive in that. And it's just hard. <laughs> like, I think this is a, this is a situation where it's not that you need to learn or be doing more, but rather just less, like just not having expectations of how these conversations are supposed to go. Cause like, even when you were talking to Skylar there about like how to have a good conversation, you know how to have a good conversation, fucking make sure the person feels heard, be curious, ask them questions. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think it's that deep. And you were doing all those things. Just let go of expectations of how you think the conversation is supposed to go. And yeah, sometimes it'll be awkward. Sometimes it'll be a great conversation. Sometimes you won't go too deep. Like at the end of the day, just gotta be okay with like not really having a desired outcome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, are you wanting more good conversations, more fun conversations? Well, I think both. Like, I just, I just want to. Like, what are you missing? Like, what do you feel like you're missing? Right I just now? want to be engaged with people. And what does engagement look like for you? Because this is like an engaged conversation. Yeah, I feel super engaged with with you right now. Like, I feel like this is a good conversation that we're having. You know, there's to me like maybe this is expectations that I'm having, but to, for, to me, a good conversation is one that flows. You know, like obviously there's going to be some dead space in any conversation, but you know those situations where something gets said and it's at the end of that conversational point. And then, you know, there's that that dead air of both people trying to figure out what to kind of say next, like the next topic of conversation. Yeah. It doesn't really flow very well. It's actually not the case for me at all. No? No. I Like, I don't know. I've... I think especially over this year, I've gotten very, very comfortable with silence. Um, like even like my Uber back from the airport, um, me and the Uber driver, we like chatted about just such a wide variety of topics. Like we talked about uh, different protests. We talked about um, his village back in India and how arranged marriages work. We talked about his career, about just a, basically his whole life story. And it was super cool and interesting. But there was plenty of times where we'd like switch subjects and then we both like there wasn't too much more to say. So like we were silent for like 30, 45 seconds. Nobody would say anything. It wasn't like I was like, oh, fuck, like I need something to say. I need something to say. I was like, okay, cool. We're just going to sit here. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose maybe it depends on the situation, because I feel like if that were to happen in, you know, at some sort of social event and you're silent for that long, like it kind of just breaks off the conversation. But when you're in an Uber you know, there's nowhere else to really go. Well, even in a social event, you can just like, who says you have to talk? You can stay silent. I mean, yeah, you're, you know, obviously you're right. Like you can, of course, stay silent, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, yeah, maybe I just had to like, you know, not proper expectations of what, what interactions should look like. And maybe they they should look like they they do, and I'm just trying to, you know, have too high of a hit rate on good conversations. How often do you talk to strangers? Besides outside of clients, that's not a stranger. No, that's what I'm saying. Outside of clients, none. I think that's why you have this problem. 
Okay. Were these people that you knew really well, or were they like people that you didn't really communicate with that you were finding? I'd say mostly people I don't communicate with on a daily basis. Like when I saw, you know, Max, Brady, and Skyler, yeah, sure, you know, pretty easy to hop into a combo with them. Yeah, you know, talk to them. I don't know, man. That was pretty awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of silence. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. <clears throat> but even, yeah, it was, it was more so the surface level people that, you know, you see all the time on the Zooms and, uh, you know, at these types of events that I want to talk to, you know, I want to get to know them better, but then I struggle to get there. Yeah. Because they are strangers, dude. I know that's, but that's what I mean. I don't know how to get from the stranger to like the friendship level. That's right. Are you of the belief that you connect with everyone or you can connect with everyone? Right. I think so. I mean, obviously there's some people that you won't connect with. Sure. But You know, I certainly want to try to connect with most people. There's people that I within the company that I know that I just don't connect with, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that I think that I definitely can connect with, but I'm just not doing it. Yeah, well, bro. Can you give me an example of like a conversation you had where you felt like you guys just didn't connect? Like what it looked like? Um, I don't want to say any, like specific names. No, no, you don't have to say names. Just like what, what, what topics did you guys talk about? Um, so, you know, I approached a person on the boat and, you know, had some like, you know, basic introductions. I haven't seen them in a while. And then asked them, you know, what they, what they thought of their year, how they, you know, how they, like how they feel about how everything went. And then. You know, we kind of had a little bit of an exchange there. They asked the same question back. Um, and then from that point, that this was like probably two or three minutes of just talking about how their year went. And then once that exchange was done, we sat there and I, you know, tried to kind of take the conversation somewhere else. I could tell they were kind of, you know, in the same boat, like we were, kind of stewing and what to what to transition into. And then I couldn't I couldn't rack my brain for anything. So I was, I was like, okay, yeah, like that's awesome. You know, I'll see you around. And then I just fucked off. Okay. Well aside from how <laughs> this year went for them, what else were you curious about with that person? Well that was that was the, the problem that I ran into because afterward after I left and I reflected on the conversation i thought of some things i was curious of but in the moment i wasn't able to draw anything into my mind of what i was genuinely curious of about that person well why why not why do you have to express genuine curiosity always about people like you yes sure but uh, like anything here's another thing too so part of having good conversations and experiences of people is also just having good experiences of people it doesn't always have to be we're just chilling in the middle of the boat, just talking about random shit. Like you can, like there's, I, th- I think what you're like, with myself at least, I can take a random person and then be like, okay, this conversation's kind of like, we're clearly not like vibing as much right now. And then there could be someone nearby who we both know, bring them into the conversation or, hey, let's go grab a drink. Hey, let's go check this out. 
Mm. Like it doesn't have to be about like, it's like part of the conversation and part of being at those events is not about trying to like catch up and reflect about the past and how their summer was and, Oh, you're painters. Oh, this problem. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's great. But like you're, you're at boat cruise or at, a, at an event like that to experience and do fun shit together. And yes, there's like, like I, like to be honest with you, I don't really know if I really asked much of anyone about their summer and how their business was and they're happy and sad clients because no one wants to really talk about that shit. Like some people actually are like, want to talk about that, but like, that's, that's a very dry conversation. Like that's the type of conversation that you have throughout the entire year. Right. Like instead it's like, there's so much more to know about a person other than just like your painting business, this, that, like, for example, I don't know if anyone was in the room or like, but we were, I was in this one hotel room and Michael Battis. Oh my God. We didn't talk about his painting business at all. That entire thing. I, he's a bit of a unicorn and that's in that way, but that guy's got everything going. The dude's like a secret, secret CIA assassin or something. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like you're it's, it, it doesn't, but again, and like, I, I feel like I, I can bounce to different groups of people and, and talk to people from BC and talk to people from Manitoba and, and all over. And I, I don't necessarily want to like jump right into like, Oh, like, what was your booking percentage? Like, what was your favorite job? You know what I mean? Like very like, like yeah. related I, question or so. Also super quick shout out Michael. Cause obviously he's our, he's our number <laughs> one listener for sure. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I don't, I don't think it's that I want to talk about those types of things. I think it's just because it's the easiest thing to bring up because it's our common ground. Right. Like it's the most evident thing that we have in common with one another. But maybe, you know, like lots of times I think, you know, do I, do I actually care yeah, to learn more about this person? Oh, there we go. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I really like these people that I'm trying to talk to. So I, I believe that I do. What do you care. like about these people? I don't know. I like, I like the person, their personality. You know, they seem like very genuine people. They seem cool. Like I would like to spend time around them, but other than that, I don't really know enough about them, and that's that's the part that I struggle with. Yeah, where, like, where do you think you got? I quit. Just I'm actually just genuinely curious, but like your like your your sense of humor. Where do you think you got that from? Uh, what do you? Sorry, what do you mean? Like, well, I'm just curious. Like, I think you're actually like a pretty funny guy. Like, where? Where do you think that you developed a really sense like good sense of your humor? Like I know like your big sports guy. Do you feel like from a lot of like funny Instagram pages and shit or from like things you've watched or like other like buddies in school and shit? I don't know. I guess maybe like most comedic influence in my life is probably my dad. Your dad? Yeah. But aren't you both your parents like have the same name too? Yeah, they- same name, yeah. <laughs> Are you and your dad pretty close? <laughs> oh, whatever, super close. Doc, I'm doing it to you right now. I'm actually yeah. expressing <laughs> who you are. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> you see oh, how you didn't ask you about your business this year, Zach? <laughs> I understand. I understand. Okay. So like it like you you care about these so just I go deeper with it, bro. Like, what do you actually care about? Mm. If you don't like, yes, we're all in student works, we're all in a business, or we're all whatever, but like but like okay. happy you said that. Do you actually Pause right there? Okay, yeah, yeah, go, go. How did how did you like what prompted you to ask me that question? 
how did that come to your did that just pop into your mind and you just yeah i just i asked myself the question that you asked me you're like or what you said you're like i you're like i like these people and i'm like okay why do you like these people and then i was like why do i like zach i'm like oh yeah he's a pretty funny dude makes me laugh every time i'm with him something um interesting okay i picked up from skylar and daniel actually we had a conversation about uh communicating with people like early in the year i don't know if you remember but like skylar mm-hmm. said curiosity and then also he said and he gave daniel as an example of like complimenting people like even like this yeah. week there are a couple of conversations i had where i like see somebody and be like fuck that's a sick mustache <laughs> and i tell him be like man i love that mustache like I am actually envious. Like how long did it take you to grow that out? And like, we had a great conversation about it, <laughs> but it's just, yeah. Started off with a compliment and then be curious about it. That was, I did that with when Aaron looked at me, I was like, you have the most fucking <laughs> uncomfortably beautiful yeah. eyes I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like another, another thought of it too, is I think my, my brother, Damien, he's actually someone who's also just very good at, I mean, they were very similar that way. Like, things why i mean i'm just like like literally best friends as well but mm-hmm. he's i've had like i had so many people at boat cruise come to me and be like your brother is like the coolest fucking guy ever and he's just like this random 20 year old who's like my little brother just showed up nobody knows him he knows nothing about their work doesn't give a shit about it really and he just like goes in and he's i think part of it is with him especially he doesn't really I, i've never seen him judge anybody he doesn't judge himself he doesn't judge anyone he meets and because of that like and it was really cool to actually see firsthand in a very large scale like that because i could see him just like he just like fuck off for me half the time i didn't even know he was a boat cruise like it was hilarious he was like off talking to these people and, and it'd be like people you would never associate him with like he rides dirt bikes grew up on a on a on an acreage fixing shit he's a mechanic like it, when you when you think of my brother as someone in that subgenre, you would never think that he could go and um like for example someone that he got along with extraordinarily well was Maria. And like they hit it off so well. Or Mary, sorry. But uh <laughs> my bad. I always call her Maria. I don't know why. <laughs> Shout so out. Horrible. Shout <laughs> out Maria. No. <laughs> I love her. But uh but uh yeah, I just think like he is a good example of that where he's able to go out. He doesn't really have any expectations. And as weird as it sounds, it's like he doesn't care. Like he, he doesn't go out with like the with the objective to doesn't care how the conversation plays out. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like he he just doesn't he like his ability. Like and I, I think like go back to like a lot of the books we talk about, like how to win and influence friends, subtle art of not giving a fuck, like a lot of these things. And like what is what are those things actually? The subtle art of not giving a fuck at the end of the day, like like what does to not give a fuck actually mean? Does it mean that a like, genuine question? Yeah, like does it does it does it mean to like go out and just be like a dick and like only care about yourself and be self centered and just don't give a fuck? No, like to me and my 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 personal opinion is like I go out and there's so many people that I'm that I know and I would call a friend of mine that either like act a certain way, talk a certain way, engage in a certain way that I personally am not a big fan of or I don't really necessarily agree with, but I don't allow that that certain thing to change how i treat them or how i talk to them or how i engage with them or how i express curiosity about them or how i learn from them and i find that the more i get better at that the more that i just feel 
I just feel more comfortable in my skin. Like I can kind of just be dropped in a room and just be like, like, just like not afraid of the person beside me in, in, a, in a sense, not in like a physical way, but like in a, in a way of like, yeah, I know I'm not sure how to like, like talk to them. Like they know, like I'm here, they're there or like whatever, like your brain will run through all these different hurdles to, I don't know, like, I don't It's weird. It's, it's very strange, but I think the more that you can get away from the judgment is a huge part of it. Cause like, that's, it's like you, you're the way that you're describing it. Like that's definitely part of it where you're like judging yourself in a way, maybe the other person and maybe like they've, they brought something up in the conversation that like, you're not as comfortable with or that you just don't know as well. So then you don't Absolutely. know how to go down that path instead mm -hmm. of just going down that path. Yeah. And this is what I want to learn because I, f I feel like there's a lot of room for, for growth here just to be, you know, more, more comfortable in conversation. And like you said, just learning, because I think that is something that you, you know, definitely is possible to learn just how to be more curious and how to, you know, to figure out what types of questions to, to ask. Right. Yeah. Like types of questions is obviously like the tools are the part of it but i think at the end of the day it's like a mindset that you go into with it and mm -hmm. and it's like well like i look at someone like happen. i look at someone like you going into conversations or someone like my dad and it seems like you, know, you can strike up a conversation with anyone about anything and it mm -hmm. just it seems to flow supernaturally to you and like, i here's the, here's the thing i think like you can go and sit down and watch a bunch of interviews and like learn from people see how they ask questions like see how uh, people on talk shows communicate because you can learn a lot from that of how sometimes they change the conversation in a very natural way when the topic is on something that they aren't knowledgeable on but like at the end of the day i think what Skyler's saying is like your main hurdle is just not overthinking it yeah like, where you're at right now with how you know how to hold the conversation i think is very adequate and like it's more of just you're getting in your own way of setting expectations and like overthinking of how it's supposed to go and like you know what to say what not to say and stuff like that where at the end of the day just go and fucking talk yeah and maybe maybe it's also the fact that there's some people that i want to connect with that might just not want to connect with me yeah like that could be a reality of it as well and zach just so you're aware too the exact mental process you're going through happened to me a lot at boat cruise still too. Like I still get up, go try to talk to people and it's just weird. And I'm just like, Oh, this is not working. But I just gotten like more okay with just accepting that. And the other thing I said earlier on, I honestly think talking, like I think talking to strangers is something that I will. I would have to agree. I think that would it be, just, it changes your life. It's crazy because it, it actually forces you to take yourself out of your little circle and it's kind of hilarious. You just go talk to someone random and you could, like, I sometimes just like, and you're never going to see him again. And it's, it's, it's weird. It's a, it's a weird. Cause then also you're like, well, I'm never going to see him again. Why would I even engage with them? Like, what's the point? But I've had some of like the most coolest conversations with people that I will never see again. You remember that conversation we had Zach with those like three guys in the elevator will like crack or something. That was yeah, the funniest like, shit ever. Yeah. These so guys bad. up into the elevator. They're like, finally some, there are some two normal guys that don't don't do crack, and then Max was like, "That's awful bold of you to assume." <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fucking like, hilarious. Yeah. It was fucking funny. We'll never see those guys again. But like yeah. that thirty second interaction we had was pretty funny. Well, that was right. one of the things that I thought about honestly, Max, because yeah. I 
when I was I on the on the flight home from the plane, that conversation replayed in my mind. And I was honestly thinking, I was like, man, if, was, if I was just in the elevator by myself, I probably would have just like, like, eh, like, you know, done a little laugh and just played it off. Right. But you know why is that? Cause I, I said that because I knew there was a very real chance that like, I might've said it and then be like, what the fuck, man? That's so weird. I'd be like, Hey, cool. Like I'm just stuck in here for the next 30 seconds. And it's be over. I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Maybe I, maybe I care too much. Or like, yeah, for example, another funny example of this, I, um, me and my brother, we went to a, a show a bit ago and we both like were, were like, I was wearing pink. He was wearing, we were just wearing bright colors, like just looking ridiculous. Right. And we went to like, like just don't air shop after and there was like old guy in there and he looks at me and he, and he was like really hammered granted, but he's just like, are you guys gay? Like a gay couple. <laughs> And I was like, let's go back and I'll show you or whatever. I said something like that. And he just started laughing so hard. And we just had like the funniest conversation. And why I love it so much is you'll never have that kind of conversation of people you actually know. You and I will never have because I know you. You know me. Hey, Skylar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's I think there's a lot of part like there's a lot that you can learn. And it's it just it's fun. It makes it enjoyable. And then from that, you gather stories. Like think of someone like Michael. Shout out, Michael. And uh he just has a, he's got a bunch of great stories. The guy just does cool shit that he likes to do and finds life interesting and dives into it. And I bet you he's talked to a lot of strangers, you know, like talking to Putin's guy was stranger to him. That's classified. Time. That's classified. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're just, it's like, it's a partial overthink. And I, and I think too, like, just like I, I go to boat cruise and, my mission wasn't to be like, wow, there's all these people I've been waiting to see all, all, all year. There's like, like the, the group of like the weekly ballers, like, oh, like I'm like, I was, or Cam or like, you know what I mean? Like all these people that were there or am or getting to meet Ammer for the first time. And my mission wasn't, wow, I can't wait to go and like learn as much as I can from these people. Or I'm just, I just go with like, I just can't wait to see everyone and be with everyone and go and like, be able to yeah. and share stories and together. And, like I would agree as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't feel like I'm trying to go into like the conversations and like learn anything particularly, obviously, you know, if I do learn something then cool, but I just want to have a good, like an awesome time with everyone. Yeah. I feel like there was people that were there that I really wanted to spend time with that. I didn't really get to engage with very much. And I think it was a lot of my own doing. Sorry. You did stay in an Airbnb away from the hotel. Yeah, I mean. Which obviously doesn't, like, you can, there's still, I'm just saying that that's one no, aspect. Yeah, that, 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 that in the hotel in other years, you probably felt a little bit more connected to everyone. As in, like, a whole. You didn't take the bus. I'm never taking, I don't care about the bus. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's just little things. But, but, but even, like, regardless, I, I think that, that. Those are good points, though. Yeah. I That's guess kind of why I wanted to take the bus and like why I wanted my brother to come on the bus with me. So like, he could just be a part of that is what you're saying. Like, you know, the, like having the experiences with the people will create the conversations. And that's just... a huge part of it for sure. Yeah. Like, obviously you have to be a part of things to like, to because I feel like that's a I different like side of it. A lot of the people from, you know, that I, like the next year we went to Mexico in COVID you know, we, when I first got there, I didn't really talk to any of them. So I was super shy, but then we just had these experiences together 
mm-hmm. you know, not like super intentionally together, but it just happened to be that we were all in the same place. Yeah. Now those people are people that I'm able to, you know, talk to a lot easier just because we've had those experiences together. Yeah. yeah I have, I have a feel. Okay. So something I could think of top of my head is you and Tegan Lance was the first time that you and I like, like you really hung out with Tegan Lance in the, uh, like the, that pool party we were at in Mexico when he just like pulled up out of nowhere. And we were like, you and I were like dancing in the foam and stuff. Was that one of the first times? Cause uh-huh. I was I feel like that was one of the first times for like me actually hanging out with him very closely. I think the first time was probably the year before, like you're saying last year. No, not last year. Or I'm for our first time. time, like my first time in, in Mexico. Time in Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, I've had a lot of great conversations with him, but I oh. think, yeah, maybe it's just kind of like, being involved in like kind of in the experience with everyone breaking that initial like awkwardness level almost yeah and then being more comfortable to go into those conversations do you think there's awkwardness with people you don't know for myself a lot yeah i'm i find that i get super what's the word stiff yeah stiff uncomfortable just not like not confident when I get around people that I don't I don't know like when this is a this is a very like recent example like when I got called up to like the front of the boat to like that walk up there was I was shitting myself (laughs) to walk up there I like I was my palms were sweating I couldn't I didn't look at anyone my like my head was like straight forward, like I kind of glanced off the sides a little bit. Knees weak, arms heavy, type of thing. hundred percent. And then, like, I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like, I was like, "That was like, I was so uncomfortable." And the guy but, wears such a nice suit and feels that way. Hey? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, like. Oh, I and dude, like, don't feel weird about it because I feel the same way about shit. Because those are situations that I I love those situations and I want to like you know be happy and thrive in them, but I just have such a hard time actually doing it. Zach, you're not that important. People don't care about you that much, and if you fuck up, do something awkward or funny, they'll probably forget about it in like a day. You're good, man. Just don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so true. It's 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 just so that, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Fuck. Drop, just drop expectations and stop thinking that it matters so much because I, I guarantee you and i probably had a very equal amount of awkward feelings in our head as much as that might sound very fucking weird hearing from me but i have I, I have these type of feelings all the fucking time you know it's funny do you remember we had that conversation where i said i drove out to banff you know went to the hot springs like by myself and it just mm-hmm. felt super awkward to do by myself I now, like on a consistent basis, just go out and have dinner by, by myself and just stare at a wall and just like have a great time. And there's no like even like, okay, okay, I'm going to get through this. It's just like, man, I'm having a great fucking time right now. <laughs> and it's just, I think it just comes from like, I let go of expectations and I stop caring if like what I think people think. And from there, just every conversation in my life has gotten a lot easier, like overall interactions, there's no pressure to them. And it's just, I don't know, yeah, not thinking about it. I do like what you said there, Max. That you know, not actually that important, because that that is a good way of framing it. Because I think 
I think when you're in those situations, you sometimes feel like everyone is just looking and like waiting for you to mess up or something. Even in conversations, like, you know, there's times where I'm worried that if I don't have a good conversation, that person might think less of me or, you know, whatever. But in reality, thinking back on the weekend, you know, I, I know I had some like funny or awkward conversations, but I don't think any less of those people. Like, I think it was, you know, just, just the way that it goes, but I guess I placed different. Well, here's the thing. Even, like, um, we, we both have talked to like a lot of people just over the last like three days. If I try to think back of it, I cannot remember a single person who slipped up and did something awkward on their part in the conversation. Although with how many people we talked to, I'm like, I'm a hundred percent sure it happened at some point. It's just not something that I, I even think about. So the same way you fuck up a conversation or fuck up <laughs> a conversation, you like stumble over your words. Something happens. You say something awkward. No one's going to remember it. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, thanks fellas. Yeah. The way you're yeah, super functional. Yeah, yeah, that's why I love this. Love these these conversations with you because, like, I go talk to anybody and they're just like, "Zach's just a beauty. He's a he's like he's, <laughs> like he's the guy." Like, and that's why, like, when I say that you and I have the same amount of these like holy fuck moments in our brain, it's because we do. It's just that you're allowing them to a place more attachment than I am. You're giving more fucks. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I, I got to think about that because definitely, I guess, self-sabotaging myself. Yeah, but just do something like, I don't know, man, like think about a few things that you've done in your life over the last couple of years to jump over big hurdles that you've been struggling with, like within your business, within your your fitness levels. And what are some extreme things that you've gone out to, to learn and, and make that happen? Like you've done a lot of like got into coaching and getting yourself to do like complete polar, like right now, if you're if you're eating right like it's been such a breaking point for you that you're just like hey like i just have to make an extreme shift right now so now you're doing a really great program mm -hmm. i think this is one of those things where you just got to go out and like every time you go somewhere new like even you go hit up like the gas station or like you go like maybe go inside and pay for gas instead of hitting up the pump and just talking like strike up a weird conversation with the person at the till or the grocery store or and just try to find something that you can talk to and like probably it's like a most of the time it's just going to be weird but they'll it'll you'll it'll get more and more easy and then think about how much easier it'll be to have like great conversations with like people you're actually really close with yeah that's true like you're kind of close with i love that I honestly like make it like a goal for yourself like have have 10 new conversations with people like with just complete strangers every single day and like Skyler said, most of those are probably going to be awkward or just super random. But like the more you do it, the more. <laughs> what? I was thinking one per day. No, no, no. You got to get the reps up, man. You can't just do one <laughs> per day. Like, <laughs> but the sooner you get over the, the feeling of like, oh, this is awkward or, oh, this is just so uncomfortable because I don't know them, the sooner it will be just every conversation is just a conversation and there's no really meaning to it. I'm going to write this down. And also, bro, that's, that's partly why I, I really enjoy Sam and I's relationship. Me and her can go into like 
uh, a public setting. We can go into a trip like this. And we're both very good at just like being able to like bring other people in, have random conversations with random people, strangers, not strangers. And we don't, we don't feel like we're anchoring each other down at any point. Like I'm, there's times where I didn't even like know where she was half the time sometimes or like she's on like, it was great. Like it, it was so nice, but I feel like that's because no, we, I think that's really cool. Just, it makes it more fun. And then like, I, I just think it makes life a lot more enjoyable for, for myself personally. But I, I like what Max is saying. I think just make it a thing. Like it doesn't have to be 10, but maybe if you go to 10, like every time you go to somewhere random, like you leave your house, just make, or you're like on a walk, dude, or like just make it a mission to like engage with people. Do you guys have, have people like, you know, maybe particularly within student works that like you see, you see them, you want to talk to them because you think that you'd get along but you're like either like kind of scared or intimidated to go talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, having conversations with people you've never talked to before, especially if you don't do it often is oftentimes intimidating, but like, I don't know, like I, I think being brave isn't like not having fear. It's acting despite having fear. Like, yeah. So what if you feel awkward or intimidated by it at first, fucking go and do it. And then you'll realize over time, it's not that bad. And, that uncomfortableness will just go down more and more. Weird. Yeah, this is great. This is great help, guys. Also, drunk Sam is fucking hilarious. She, she <laughs> comes up to me at the pint out of nowhere. She's like, Max, we're arm wrestling right now. Get a table. I was like, okay, Sam. And then after we did it, she's like, okay, I didn't tell you this before, but like the conditions were, if you win, you buy me a shot. But if I win, then you buy me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Ridiculous. Oh man. It's actually my fault. I told her to do it, but <laughs> dude, Sab's actually like surprisingly strong. Like I was actually kind of blown away by that. Crazy. <laughs> Big softball player. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I hope that helps though, dude. That definitely did help. I think kind of my main takeaways from that is just strive to be more curious, not have expectations on how conversations should go. Talk to strangers. And act in spite of in spite of fear. Yeah. Stop caring, man. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the the big things for me that Max has just said, like acting in spite of fear. Cause I think a lot of the people that I, I see, I don't talk to because I'm scared to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good way to not get better at conversations. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Bro. Think about when you're out of student works, man. Like that's gonna be such a huge regret for you if you're feeling this way right now. That's what I mean. I, I want to like take advantage of these opportunities. I feel yeah. like I'm, yeah. And just because you're in Lethbridge doesn't mean you can also you don't know, like you can pick up the phone and call these people too. That are look at what Brady did when he first was coming into this shit. He called all the top people in the company and yeah, true. How often do you guys call people? Within, within the company. 
Um, I, I used to do it a lot more than I do currently. And I've, I've been honestly reflecting on this a lot the last few weeks. And it's something that I'm going to be doing more of again. Cause I feel like I've, I've actually <laughs> been, uh, Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's like, who the fuck's calling me right now? <laughs> <I'm> like, <"What?" laughs> but yeah, no, I, I feel like I partly like part way through the summer, I was kind of losing myself a little bit and, and kind of a lot of what you're, you're saying as well. And I realized it was like, it, it's the same thing. Like if you don't practice and you don't do it, then you can fall off from it. Like, so to be more intentional yeah. sweet that's cool but yeah no boat cruise is such a cool trip because it's like it's it's these kind of events that really help you to like i mean if, if you care to think about it i guess but for me it's, it's always like something i really find really cool and so valuable just getting to like just see everybody and people that like you care about or maybe you don't care about but just like everyone there in one place all together it's pretty magnificent that there's like that many people that will gather all together collectively and just like all want to have a good time and want to get to know each other and and be a part of something and, it, and it, it's really 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 cool honestly especially the volleyball like that's just wild to think honestly like 12 teams of like eight nine eight nine people on a team like all get together randomly in Vancouver, i know cross question so cool. like it's crazy so cool or like coming home random late back to the hotel at like two in the morning and just random people stumbling in and you're just like what's up like it's just like or like walking like or even i was i was in the airport and i heard like random people being called on the airport intercom and i'm like oh i know them i'm like it's just it's just you don't get to like you just don't get to experience that like really ever like it's just, it's, it's, it's super cool yeah it's it is super cool to see how many like-minded people there are in in one space mm -hmm. and that's partly why i want to you know, get to know all these people better because there's a reason why we're all together mm -hmm. right so no i think doubt. there's a there's a lot of friendships to be made there yeah i think your people pleasing also goes into this because you've told us how you always want to people please and you know you don't want to disappoint or however you want to uh however you put it and i even when you said um, that you don't want them to walk away and think that that was a bad conversation, <laughs> like I think you just gotta gotta yeah, like. I think that. that definitely does play a role because I just hate. That's a good point, Max. Yeah, like if somebody were to leave, be like, "Fuck that, Zach guy's an absolute idiot." Like that would just that wouldn't sit well, you know. How many people do you think have actually thought that, Zach? <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee you. Actually, there might have been some that have thought that. Uh, I'm not going to rule it out. Um, but, okay. <laughs> but I've had like multiple people over the years be like, man, Zach's such a cool guy. Like, I love him. He's such a beauty. Just amazing guy. So <laughs> I don't know. When people are telling me that you're a great guy, I don't think that. The majority of people are walking away saying, man, I hated that conversation I had with Zach. Fuck him. Why would he speak to me? <laughs> why, why would he speak to me? What a yeah. waste of my existence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's five minutes I'm never getting back. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right.
You guys bring up some good points. Brady, have anything to add? Yeah, it was a good week. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could go on a big rant right now if you guys are done that topic. Big sure. rant? Oh. Let's go. Are you done your topic, Zach? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Good. Yeah. So let me know if I let my ego get in the way here. Oh, I can't fucking wait for this. Let's go. So yeah, Bo Kurzikin was good. But I'm very pissed off. Interesting. Because I didn't know, and again, let me know if I let my ego get in the way here. I didn't know how big of an influence we have on people, and specifically myself. Like, I didn't realize how many people look up to me, and that me knowing that I'm still leaving stuff on the table, and they're saying, oh, Brady, like, good job. Like, you and John are doing so good and everything like that. And in the back of my head, being like, but we can still do more. We can still do better. And it pisses me off because with them saying that and saying like, oh, like uh, you're the reason I work so hard. Like I do all this stuff. Like you motivate me all this stuff. But then I'm, I'm like, but you're that individual still not at their full potential. Like it makes me mad that there's, they can still be better. And it's a self-reflection on myself because that, because I know I can still be better. So I feel like I'm leaving so much on the table that the reason that I'm not at a certain level is also the reason other people are not at a certain level. Like, like, mm, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like there's tons of people <clears throat> that I know can do way better, but they're not. And they, they make excuses or they're complacent or in certain areas of their life where they just don't do certain things. Um, and I feel that if I did more then people that are watching me would push to do more because when someone's like, Oh, Brady, you're like, <clears throat> like, I look up to you and all that stuff. And like you motivate me. And I, I just feel like, why? Like, why me? What am I doing differently that no, that you guys aren't? Like, I'm still not doing a ton of stuff. Like, I miss kickboxing days. I, I miss sales. I have a lower booking percentage than some people in student work still. Like, why am I not the best? Like, why do people look up to me? Why not other people? I so like I feel like I don't deserve to be told that. So I need to work harder, especially with Max coming out now, tomorrow. And you got like Aaron here and Kyle and Tal and everything like that. Mm. So I feel like everyone can do better. But the people that look up to me, I need to do better. So I can't slack now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. So I had like a realization as well. Like we're at the club and I'm not going to say any names, but there's a female franchisee and we're all like dancing in our circle. Like there's like 20 of us. And there was this guy and I was looking and this guy, like a random guy was creeping on her and he was like getting closer to her and like standing right behind her. And I was like, hey, just like to the girl, I was like, stand over here. Like you got to get protected. Like this is a little sketchy for you. And I was saying in my head, I was like, if this guy like tries to fight us, what if he like tries to fight me and then I lose? The reason I lost is because I missed a kickboxing day <laughs> or I I didn't go to the, the gym one day because I was tired. Obviously, I believe myself would win, but I think like. If I slacked and like, if I slack, it can affect me in the future. So like, then I thought like, what if I have a, a girl, like, you know, in the future with my girlfriend, my wife or kids, and I'm walking on the street and a guy approaches me to fight me and he manages to be stronger than me and a better fighter and beats me up. And the reason I didn't win is because I was too tired or I didn't want to go kickboxing that one day. Right. So that's an, that's an example. Another example is like, why am I not super rich yet? Because there's so much stuff I don't know yet, but why am I not? 
why don't I want to learn more faster? Why do I just want to learn at a certain pace? It's like, I need more. I like, I want more money. Like I, you guys saw last night, I went to the club with my, with my cousins. So it was awesome. We got bottle service. It was $400. And I was talking to Kyle. I'm like, Kyle, why can't we do this? Why can't we buy 10 bottles right now? So that'd be four grand. I was like, because like, it'd be really stupid. We would have the money. But like, why would it be stupid? Why don't we have the money? Why don't like, why couldn't this be equivalent to like a penny for us? Like, why aren't we more rich right now? There's yeah, so much we're not doing. Fair enough, dude. Like I, I do agree with a lot of the points you're making, but it, the, not that that way of thinking is, a, is like a slippery slope necessarily, but everything comes off of, comes with a trade-off and a sacrifice at the end of the day. And like the bottle service example, sure, maybe. And sure, your wife or your friend or the girlfriend or the girl at the bar that you're trying to like help out or whatever, sure. But at, at what point, like, and I, I mean, I think when I, I know you and I, like I, I respect you a lot. I know you respect me a lot. And I know our, our end goal game from where both of us are is very different. And I still want to do more. And I still push every day, wake up every day with the mission and many, many, many ways in, that are the same way of, of thinking that you are. I don't think it always necessarily has to be in a way of like a financial way. I think in certain ways, like the, th the talk that we just had of Zach is is one of those things. Like, well, he did say like kickboxing fitness as well. Like it wasn't. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Scott, I'm, not, I'm just using money as like an example. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm no, in like I, every area I, of my life. I, I, do, I do agree with you then. And I yeah. I think the same thing. Like I, I thought that when I, I became a DM and I wasn't doing good in my business when I didn't feel like I was performing for my franchisees and the feeling, the feeling of regret that that put on me and the hunger I have to never let that happen again, for sure. I feel that same thing with like the fact that I get to come out to Kelowna and work with John. It's like, why me? Like there's a lot of, a lot of people that I think, uh, just like from revenue numbers. And I know that's not all we're looking at, but like, obviously I've achieved a lot more. So there's a lot to prove in that sense of like, okay, like need to be better. So I, I don't think it's I like, think, I think on that mission though, humility needs to be very, very present. Else it can become a very dangerous game to play in my opinion. And if you can't practice humility and being humble on that walk of being successful and, Viewing yourself as a leader or people looking up to you and following you and everything else. I think for me personally, you kind of get lost in all of it. And at, at what point does it become you're doing it to be like a, a good influence on other people and, and want to lead from the front? And does it become a game of like, I just want my ego to be scratched? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't deserve to be told those words to. Fair enough, man. Brady, do you remember? the conversation that we that we had a while ago about when Max and I were trying to we couldn't really navigate um how to be proud of ourselves, you know, kind of based on based on lack of past performance and leaving some things on the table. And then we just determined that, you know, we're at the current point that we're at right now. The only thing that we're able to do is improve what's ahead of us. Well hold on, hold on. Right. Like you weren't saying that you're not proud of yourself though, right? Correct. No, yeah. I no, I'm not saying that. But do you think that that 
that type of thing kind of translates to to here like you know yes you know maybe you missed a day of kickboxing or maybe you you know could have done more up to this point that's great that you realize it now go do more like what what has happened in the past has has happened and now you have the opportunity to go strive to be the best version of yourself like the people you know the people if they're if they're looking up to you then you know that's that's great that they are because now that they get the opportunity to see you go and improve yourself and that's going to you know motivate them to go improve themselves as well checkpoints do exist for a reason and, and I, you're I, not you're not always going to be the the best version of yourself like there's going to be times where you are going to slip up that's just you know that's just being a human yes gonna... and i think you should always hold yourself to a higher standard no that's what i'm saying zach that's what i'm saying yeah 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 no like, I... he's not like saying that like oh like uh i'm not okay with slipping up he's i think he's just saying like he's realizing how much more he needs to be doing mm, so you're just saying like you just don't feel like the people should be looking up to you as much as they might be no i'm pissed off that they do because i know i could have done more i didn't realize how many people looked up to looked up to me oh and and i I think that they could have done better if i did better Mm. like number one example i'm going to use is my brother kyle smart example i'm going to use i know he was complacent this year because i was complacent sometimes Mm -hmm. remember that conversation me and you already had about um how seriously you take yourself. Yeah. And then you said that your mindset was kind of changed where you realized that like with where you're wanting to go, you do need to take yourself more seriously. Yeah. Is that, uh, it's one highlight from a book that I actually want to share. Cause it was, it just hit the spot. Uh, it's from the art of learning. And it's uh, one thing I've learned as a competitor is that there's a clear distinction between what it takes to be decent, what it takes to be good, and what it takes to be great, and what it takes to be among the best. If your goal is to be mediocre, then you can have a considerable margin for error. You can get depressed when fired and mope around waiting for someone to call with a new job offer. If you hurry your toe, you can take six weeks watching television and eating potato chips. In line with mindset, most people think that Think of injuries as setbacks, something they have to recover from or deal with. From the outside, for fans or spectators, an injured athlete is in purgatory, hovering in an impotent state between competing and sitting on the bench. In my martial arts life, every time I tweak my body, well-intended people like my mother suggest that I take a few weeks off training. What they don't realize is that if I were to stop training whenever something hurt, I would spend my whole year on the couch. Almost without exception, I am back on the mats the next day figuring out how to use my new situation to heighten elements of my game. If I want to be the best, I have to take risks others would avoid. Always optimizing the learning the learning potential of the moment and turning adversity to my advantage. That said, there are times when the body needs to heal, but those are ripe opportunities to deepen the mental, technical, and internal side of my game. So basically just, yeah, like mm-hmm. if you want to be among the best, you I know you have very very big goals for your life. Like you do just need to hold yourself to a higher standard. So I'm glad that that's something that you're well aware of and, and that's it pisses me off. Yeah. I, yeah. one thing that I, 
and I just wanted to get clarification on this one thing because I completely agree with everything. And I, I think that's huge for all five of us here. And how did you, because you said you had someone come up to you and, and, and say these words to you. What was your response? Well, <clears throat> I just said like, thank you. I appreciate it. Like I had no idea. Cool. Okay. Because I think it, this is cool because all my where my head first went with it was that like you you said a, not an aggressive statement towards the person at all but like a sorry so yeah miscommunication on my part there but you know like in my I thought head, I was like what the fuck dude I was like why would you do that to that person in my head I, I was like shocked I was like yeah, I was like yeah. I was like why why me like what am I I was like what am I doing like like you don't even know me like you don't even talk to me like yeah. like you don't know what I'm doing. Like, you don't ask me what I do. You're just like, Hey Brady, like I see, I see numbers on a screen. Like you're big motivating for me. I listen to your podcast. You motivate me. Like, okay. But like, you never even talk to me. Like you don't even know what I do. Like you don't, you don't know what I don't do. You don't, you don't know what I don't know. I like, I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much I'm missing out on. I dug into you. Personally. So like it pisses me off though. Cause when someone tells me that I know that they are missing out on even more. Yeah. You can, if they you... think I'm above them, then what level are they at? Hmm. Okay, that's actually a very good argument. So, like, it just makes me mad because, like, you can deceive you know, everyone. The only person that's impossible to deceive is yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you, you know what you're not doing, but to them, <laughs> they think. Yeah, like someone does like 125k. Let's say, like, I'm just using the Mexico number for example. Like, oh, like you did such a good job. Like, I'm so impressed. Like, you motivated me so much. I'm like, oh, I'm motivated so much. Okay, okay. Like, why aren't you at fucking 500,000 right now? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, what do you mean? Or like, like, yeah. so it just makes me like, this pisses me off. Like, I no, want, I, I, I just want honestly, everyone to be successful, but I, had the I know same people are missing out. Cause yeah, like, you know, if, if there is any influence that we do have, I will, I also want it to be that we're all performing at our best. So the people that yeah. do take anything away, take away the best form of us. And then are able to perform at their best as well. Cause that that's a great point. Like, you know, if if people take what they see from us and they're like, fuck, you know, like this is what I'm what I'm striving toward or whatever, then and they're only striving towards, you know, not the best version of of you, then you know, that's that's not what that's not optimal. Mm-hmm. That, is yeah, that more or less what you were saying? Yeah, and the reason why it hit me so hard is because now I have a real life example. I have Max, so I really have to show people that they don't even know what they don't know, and that they're not even doing how much they think they can be doing, mm-hmm. unless we get Max up to a level that other people can't believe was even possible. Mm-hmm. So. No, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think you let your ego get in the way there. I think that was a very, very valid thing to feel. And that's inspiring, man. That's really cool. That's a really good self reflection, self awareness. Well, the reason why it scares me is because I want to be surrounded by everyone. Like that's that like like John John and me always say like we want to be surrounded by killers. We don't want to associate with people that aren't improving themselves, aren't becoming the best version of themselves, aren't living up to their fullest potential. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important that Max come out here because Max is gonna be hanging out with us every single day. 
So there's not a chance that I'm not going to do something. Because yeah. if I don't do it, then Max, then it'll translate down to Max. And if Max doesn't do it, then we're both not going to get So like, yeah. Yeah. And right. then it's affecting Kyle as well. And then Aaron as well. Like I had no idea the impact we um, I had on Aaron either. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one thing to think of too. Like, you know, you're saying that you want to be surrounded by killers and people that are always bettering themselves. And then you reflect on your own progression and realize that, yeah. you know, there's times where you're not. And yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ready. I'll be, I'll be closely, closely watching you. And like I said, I am, I'm very much so mentally keep competing with, with you, not necessarily year to year, but in general. So, yeah. And okay, one thing I'm going to, I love all this. This is great. Um, to be fair though, I, I personally think you are surrounded by a bunch of killers right now as well, Max. No, I know. I know. I am. Oh, so Max. No, yeah. Yeah. Max. I agree. Max says, yeah. I really do. You have, I think you do have a lot of really talented people in the city you're in right now as well. Just to like clear the air of that, just because of a, the way that that was kind of going. Like I, I get like the whole Kelowna and the boys that are in Kelowna that are in the gym every day and fucking absolutely destroying 1.5, $2 million businesses rookie of the year out. Like I get it. Like it's, it's, it's wicked, but there are like same thing for me and Edmonton here. And like all around us. So I think that you don't have to move somewhere else. I'm happy you're doing it. Like, this is not like a, you're making a, the wrong move here by any mistake at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. But um, I just think that that, that should be said with it as well. I'm going to add on to that, Skylar. I'm going to change the word from killers to individuals that are the best version of themselves. Yeah. Because exactly. I don't think any of us are. I don't think well, anyone is. No, I'm actually happy you said it because I, I personally don't use that yeah. type of word. I don't like yeah. that word killer. Like I'm, I'm not a fan of it personally. Yeah. Fair, yeah. So I get it though. Like I, I get it. And it, it's a, it fires people up. But um, like there's been some incredible rookies out in Calgary and there's some incredible mm-hmm. vets. People like Faith had a fucking most improved, went from the year she had to the year she had this year to now becoming a DM. Like it's fucking crazy. It's super cool to see. And um another another point what i'm really happy you you brought that up too brady is i think for all of us moving forward too i would i'd love to see us do more more action less talking like i i do yeah exactly find we sometimes come on here and just talk about shit that is is cool to listen to and, and it's cool to hear but it maybe doesn't translate into real life and I think that's part of like what I feel when you say that Brady, where it's like people come up and it's like, wow. But what's so I loved Aaron's suit that he had like in, on the inside, it says man up action. Yeah. yeah. That was really oh, cool. Did it? That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I did. It was awesome. Captain America. They are going to say his, his Batman mask. I think it was wicked. <laughs> that was also sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool, Brady. And I, I found, and that's another reason why, because I've, I've had that, that thought a lot of those big events too, where that's the thing. And, and to be fair, like last year, I felt really awesome about my year and had a lot of people kind of come up to me and say similar things. And came, I came into this year and I did well, but definitely didn't have the same hunger that I could have. Well, I do like, um, I do like hearing that from coming from you, Brady, because I think, you know, within the five of us here, obviously we've all grown a lot, but you're one person particularly that's made 
you know, big strides of growth over the year. And I think like subconsciously, you know, we, we all see that. And I think there's a lot of times within our conversations that, you know, we might have this connotation of what you're doing in Kelowna that, you know, might put you on some sort of pedestal. And I think the fact that, you know, you're, you're bringing this things up of, you know, always needing to improve and bettering yourself kind of just shows all of like all of us as a collective that, you know, there's, there's a lot of room for, for us all to grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for you, Brady, too, like a big part of it as well. Like you went to go work for a very successful company that probably would have done very well. Not, not saying like you're an incredible individual, but John probably could have hired another person to be a sales rep and probably they could have also gone and booked really big jobs and done really well as well. So like, what is, why should he have hired you? So I'm happy that you said that as well too. Cause like, there's probably a lot of things that you've booked and you've gotten in your, your way of like how you come on here and say like, Oh, I went like six for nine and, and booked like this amount when like, and I, I, I hear that I'm like, I could never like, that's fucking crazy. Like my market I'm in or like my reputation where I'm at in my business. So there's a part that plays into that too. And that's cool. Cause the way I hear it now, it's like you're fired up to like deserve that the same way that John has built that up. Yeah. I think what Brady is trying to say is don't look up to us, look up to the version of yourself that you want to be in the future. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Look up to the best version of yourself. Doesn't Matthew McConaughey have a speech of him talking about something similar? Oh, yeah. Like, who's your hero? Me in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, oh, that's such a good speech. Yeah. That's sweet. Thanks for sharing, Brady. Jinx. (laughs) (laughs) That's wicked. It's cool to see you show emotion. I was just getting so pissed off, man. Like on the drive back, I was like, fucking like, Jesus. Yeah. Like there's so much more we can do that -hmm. we're going to do. Yep. Joe. Mm -hmm. I love it. Good Good rephrase. I am curious about one thing, Brady. Is your ambition solely driven with the purpose of getting rich? No. Good. I want to help as many people as possible become the best version of themselves. And I feel like the way to do that is for me to come become the best version of myself. Because you can't help others until you first help yourself, right? Good. So like if I, you always yeah. say that you want to get rich as fuck. And I was super curious as to what was the underlying reason. Mostly because have you ever heard the quote by John D. Rockefeller? We'll say it. I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Brady, guess it. Guess it. <laughs> My quote, bro. Was like a fucking I was so book. suspenseful. I literally was like, <laughs> the <laughs> man who starts out simply with the idea of getting rich won't succeed. He must have a larger ambition. Mm-hmm. Well, even Brady's thing, like, um, I remember what we were talking about, but he said, like, his biggest, I guess, why was, uh, was just being the best version of himself. And, like, being rich is just a small part of that. Yeah. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. 
Hell yeah. Getting rich is just like a, right, a good bro. way to help other people, right? Because then if you get rich, you can donate or, or help fund other people's adventures. Generous. And then also, like, if you know how to get rich, then you can help others get rich. It's also good proof of concept. Yeah. Well, money is like, helps you get time freedom, travel freedom, location freedom, like everything. So money is a very key play. Well, that also, if you want to be influential, like the weight that, uh, let's say, the things that Warren Buffett say says, those are going to land very differently than a 15-year-old who has 20 bucks to his name, even if he says the same things, they're just not going to land the same. Yeah. Anyone else learn anything new? Nope. <laughs> send offices a great chat. Yeah, that was awesome. The boys got to hand up clipboards to the hooligans. The future of student works tomorrow morning. <laughs> Daniel, you, you go with that? You you look like you were like in deep thought there for a sec. No, I'm just absorbing. Yeah. Sounds nice. Good. I agree cool. with I agree with what Brady is saying. Mm-hmm. I think to some degree I've felt that a little a little bit as well. Yeah. Well, I think about that a lot in like the context of just you know, my people within my business, like my painters and, you know, family and Rochelle and like, what am I leaving on the table? Like, exactly. You know, so true. if, if, if I've, if I've gotten to this point in my life by leaving the amount of shit that I have on the table, where could I be? You know, and I think that's kind of where I was previously getting caught up in the whole, are you proud of yourself thing? Because, I was using that to compare where I should be, where I should, like where I thought I should be to where I actually was. And I just wasn't where I knew I could have been. So it was hard for me to be currently proud of myself in this moment, but just being able to accept that and realize that you can, you know, make those changes and get to that point is what you guys helped, helped me see when we talked about that. That's way good. That's so huge, Joe. I love that. Also, like when I when I first came to Student Works, Northern Alberta, like Edmonton, was pretty well like the laughing stock of of the company. Like I remember being uh, there would be like people on the team that were doing seventy k, and the rest of the of like all of us we get together be like, oh my gosh, like how are you doing so well? Like this is cr-. like that's just like what the attitude was here, and and getting to uh, what's that? I want everybody to know I just caught a fly in midair. Oh, wow. Okay, audio clip that. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Scott. Sorry. Like, Make it real. I was like, what? <laughs> but like, and I, I, that was a big thing for me too. Like when I, when I went from like 60 to 220, I was 
I was like, I, I remember I went on a, a, a ski trip with the, the top, like a lot of the top people from Calgary that I was like really nervous to be around and introduce myself to. And, um, went and did it and realized that they're literally the same people as me, just doing things just a bit different and a little more accountable to themselves and et cetera, et cetera. And it was like, Hey, well, fuck, like it's time for Edmonton to be this. And now franchisee doing that is like, is, is nothing to be like, it's, it's, it's just, it, the, the script is completely flipped within a short couple of years. And it's another big reason why like next year, I, I really want to try to flip the script again and, and just be that example for new people coming in and not being like, Oh, well, fuck, like, I wish I didn't get signed to this place. Like I, I wish I was in BC or I wish I was in Calgary or wherever that might be. And I want that to continue to be a, a thing for the people around me as well. So I'm really happy that you, you said that too, Brady. Yeah. The better version you become of yourself, the, the more others will that look up to you will become better versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. Boats. Yeah, I said boats. <laughs> <laughs> I got Sam on the. Who's gonna carry the boats? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that is great. at five a.m. in Sask. <laughs> you were saying it all boat cruise. It was awesome. <laughs> oh god. No. Okay, my my first quote is directly correlated to this conversation, so it's perfect. Well done is better than well said. And then second one is early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. You're you right. could go late to bed, late to rise, but still make money and work out and be healthy. True. I don't think it hurts, though. Yeah, now, I'm gonna be honest. I do disagree with all that 5 a.m. club stuff. Obviously, John and I do it, and and kind of everything because like it just works with our schedule. But I do know people that like go to bed at 1 a.m. and wake up at nine, and they're fucking like 100 millionaires, multi-millionaires. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, or and they're successful and they still are super healthy and fit. Yeah, it depends on your genealogy and your body. Yeah, as well. Depends on the individual. Some, some people are early birds. Some people are yeah third birds. Some people are larks. Right. So it's just who you are. Yeah, you gotta for figure, sure. You got to figure out your circadian rhythm and then what works for you. Yeah, I think what Max is saying is get the appropriate amount of sleep and work really hard, <laughs> and then you'll make money and be. Nope. Wise. What Max is saying is early to bed, early to bed. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Anybody else got quotes? I got one. If opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. Hmm. Yeah, I like that one. It sounds a little funny, but it <laughs> it has a deeper meaning for sure. Uh, success is the only revenge. As you expand, they shrink into irrele- irrelevance. Hmm. 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 So your head's going the same where place my head went with it is also. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking because I don't disagree with that, but I also. Don't know if operating under the mental model of like getting revenge is workable. Go to Alex. It's on Alex from Alex H. 
one of those recent instagram posts it was really great i'll let him explain it i think i might have seen it but yeah okay okay oh i do have another quote that i'll find actually a garden requires patient labor and attention plants do not grow merely to satisfy ambitions or to fulfill good intentions they thrive because someone expended effort on them Yep. Oh, I totally just baited you guys. I don't actually have another quote. <laughs> I have one more. A fear is an illness. If you catch it and you leave it untreated, it can consume you. Hmm. That's better. Kind of ties in what we were talking about with me earlier as well yep ready i don't Uh, have any quotes for the week just anger (laughs) (laughs) fuck boys that was a great conversation i actually had a really good time go tell the strangers of the world yeah, like, go. honest, like that would have been a great conversation, but it was really awkward for me at times. Like I feel like you weren't asking <laughs> the <other> questions. So. <laughs> it's a lot of dead air. <laughs> oh fuck. Good. All right. Good points. Yeah. Good, good chat. Hope everyone listening got something out of this. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you next Monday. Go out there, go push yourself harder, be the best version of yourself. And we'll see you next week. Bye. everyone you've been listening to the prime five podcast with your hosts max skyler brady zach and dan if you're enjoying the show remember to smash that like button and share with your friends if you want to follow us or get more info head over to our instagram page at prime five pod check us out and shoot us a dm thanks for tuning in until next time